Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host as usual, Ajitesh, and today's episode is a live on Instagram that I did just a few moments back. I was done with it just a few moments back. So this is a very quick podcast episode. I just wanted to challenge myself to see how quick I can pump out a podcast episode. So I was just done with the live. I'm editing it right now and I want it to be up within the next 30 minutes. Let's see if I can do it. I hope you enjoy the episode. Today we are talking regaining weight back after losing it successfully. Uh, but before I get into the main topic, I just wanted to cover a question that was asked recently. So I thought I'd just cover it in the live. The question was how to increase strength as a beginner lifter besides consistency and practice. So this is pretty straightforward. If you're a beginner lifter and you already know that consistency and practice are the key to increasing strength, that is correct. But besides that, there is nothing much really as long as you're following a structured program and you're increasing in your reps and your weight over time, you will be getting stronger. So in the short term, obviously, you want to focus on improving your rep strength because it is not likely that you'll be able to add on more and more weight every single week, especially in small exercises. For example, bicep curls, you cannot go from lifting 12 and a half kgs to 15 kgs the next week, right? So in these exercises, especially, you'll have to focus on increasing your uh, high reshita and uh, you'll focus specifically on increasing your reps. And over time, you'll focus on increasing your weight. So as long as that's happening, so you already know consistency and practice is key. So just that really. And anyway, coming to the main topic of today, that is how do you prevent regaining weight after you have successfully lost it? And this is actually the most common fat loss problem. A lot of people feel that just losing weight is the difficult part that once I'm done losing weight, I I have successfully lost, you know, fat. But what they don't realize is that the difficult part is not that. The difficult part is keeping that weight from coming back. Because that is what I've realized after having spoken to quite a lot of people that this is not their first rodeo. This is not the first time they're trying to lose weight or lose fat. They have, in fact, done this in the past. This is what everyone says that, you know, I lost weight two years back, or I lost weight uh, one year back, but then some event happened. And then now I'm here where I have regained it back, or I've regained it back and I have gained even more on top of it. So this is the most common problem. Very few people actually are able to lose the weight and keep it off. And there are a couple of reasons which makes it so. And I'll address a few of them and I'll tell you what you need to do in order to avoid this from happening, right? Pretty straightforward reasons if you really think of them, but still people tend to make these mistakes over and over again, all right? The first thing would be you making changes which are drastically different from whatever your current lifestyle is. So if you're not used to eating in a certain way, if you're not used to eating certain foods, and you hop on a program or some kind of diet, which is drastically different from whatever you're used to eating, you would not be able to sustain that for a long, long period of time. 
because I was speaking to um, someone the other day and they were telling me how they were on a 12 week program where they were eating 100 grams of paneer every single day and they were like, I hate paneer. <laughs> and I was eating 100 grams of paneer every single day and I did lose weight, but it came back and they, they're a vegetarian person. So they already have very few food choices. And on top of that, when you're making them drastically change food habits into something which they're not used to, it becomes very uncomfortable, all right? You can maintain this kind of discipline for 12 weeks, maybe for 16 weeks, but not for long, because if you hate the process itself, you, you will not be able to sustain it long-term. The main uh, change that you need to be looking for is something that you can enjoy, something that you can derive some kind of pleasure out of. So the process, if you detest it, you will not be able to maintain it long-term. It is that simple. So when you're hopping on a program, when you are trying to follow some kind of plan, make sure that it is something that you inherently enjoy in the sense that it's going to be uncomfortable because you're making a change, but the discomfort should not involve a drastic change in the way you eat. All right. It should not involve eating foods that you're not used to eating. All right. So if it involves foods that you don't eat, say every single day, maybe you eat paneer twice a week. Uh, maybe you can try to incorporate a small serving of paneer every single day instead. All right. Maybe if you're not used to eating soy products every single day, uh, you could try to incorporate a serving of soy in your lunch. All right. To start with and not try to do that for every single meal in the beginning. Okay. There are obviously other ways of incorporating protein. If you're a beginner, uh, I'm sorry, if you're a vegetarian, um, like the person I'm, I was speaking about earlier was, and you don't necessarily have to, you know, fill your plate with paneer and soy products. If you don't enjoy eating them, you can always incorporate things like whey protein supplements, which are much more convenient to consume. All right. So the point here being that don't make drastic changes, which seem very uncomfortable and which completely alter the way you are eating because these will not be sustainable long-term. Whenever you're making changes, you want to make them very gradually. If you're someone who does not move at all, you want to start by moving, say, not going from zero to like 10,000 steps a day. That's going to be very impossible for you. Okay. You want to start from zero to going, going to like 2000 steps a day, maintain that for one week, go to 4,000 the next week. 5,000 the next week and, you know, so slowly build up to 10,000 steps per day. So that is more reasonable. And, uh, what, what happens is that people lose the weight after 12 weeks, then they gain the weight back after, you know, a couple more months, then they hop on something else. They lose the weight again and it becomes the cycle of going up and down. This is what usually is termed as yo-yo dieting. If you have heard the term, so you, you go up and down, you go in up and down. It, it becomes like this pattern and this is very common. And it's usually seen in people who usually hop on restrictive diets. So diets, which completely eliminate some kind of food group. If your diet says no carbs, okay. Uh, no refined, pr no processed food at all. Okay. No food from outside, no junk food, no something food. That is a restrictive diet. So it completely cuts off some kind of food for you. And just for the sake of fat loss, that is a restrictive diet, which you probably will not be able to stick to. 
if you have a medical condition and your physician or doctor says that these are the foods that you're not supposed to take, that is a diff different issue. Okay, that is restriction for your health. But if you're trying to lose body fat and there is a diet which says you should not be eating these foods to lose body fat faster or more effectively, that is the kind of restriction that you don't need to adhere to. If you if you look at those kind of restrictive diets, that is when people have the problem of going yo-yo dieting on the cycle of where they lose weight, gain it back. They have to go back to some other diet, uh, you know, lose weight, gain it back. It's like a cycle that repeats, never ends. You don't want that to happen. All right. The other reason why this happens is because people tend to look at their weight loss or their fat loss as something very short term. Okay, they, they are willing to do everything uh, possible in order to drop that body weight. And I understand that because it has been like this extra burden on you for so long. You're not uh, you're not comfortable with it. And you have finally decided that, you know, I want to get rid of this once and for all. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I understand that. But the problem with this way of thinking is that when you go all out and you're willing to cut out foods, willing to sacrifice everything, it is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. These changes don't last long. So the question you need to ask yourself before you hop on a program for weight loss or fat loss is, is this something that I can do for the next 15 years, next 20 years? Is this something that I can carry out for that, that long period of a time? If your answer is no, you should not be doing it. All right. Because if you think of it, if someone says no carbs, how are you going to survive for the next 20 years without eating any carbs? It's just not going to be possible. You're going to go out. Everything you eat has some kind of carb in it. All right. It's just not going to be possible. It's not sustainable. So don't do that. All right. So that is uh, the number one tip that whenever you see something which restricts you from eating a certain kind of food, whenever it says no something, no sugar, no refined grains, no carb, no fat, I don't know, all kinds of no something diets, just don't, you know, don't follow those. All right. And ask yourself this question, will I be able to eat this way for the next 15 to 20 years? And you'll know the answer yourself. Okay. Um, also, the reason why this happens, that why people don't, you know, gain back weight just once if you ask a lot of people how many times have you done this over the past couple of years you would realize that people have done this over and over okay you could have done this at least two to three times over the past you know many years that you have lost some weight you've gained it back lost some weight gained it back it is not something that happens only once and the main reason for this is that you don't learn from the mistake that you made in the past attempt all right and when that happens, you keep repeating the same mistake again and again. And it's the same, similar to the restrictive diet. So if you look back to your previous weight loss attempt, what were the things that did not work out for you? Okay, was it that you were hating the way you ate? Was it that you were trying to do too much exercise, which was interfering with your quality of life, that you're not able to devote 
proper time to things that you actually enjoyed apart from the gym? Was it because uh, you were made to do things which you did not inherently enjoy? What what did not work for you? Ask yourself that. You know, think about it. Write it down. Okay, you lost weight. Great, but what was it about the process that you did not enjoy? All right, so you need to look into that and make sure that the next time you hop on something which uh, says that this is what's going to be the process for you to lose weight, look at the process and look at it if it if it involves doing the same things which did not work for you the last time. Does it involve the same kind of foods, same kind of routines? same kind of working out patterns exercise patterns are are they the same the things that you hated last time that the things that did not work out so if those are the same then you should not be doing this all right because if you keep doing the same thing and expect different results it's not going to happen you're still going to hate the process the second time and you're still going to go back you know come back to the same thing afterwards so remember that don't repeat your mistakes Look back, reflect upon what did not work for you. And before you start something new, look at, you know, if that involves similar processes. Okay, if it does, try to avoid that. And uh, yeah, what else? I have, I have some notes here about things that I want to cover. Yes, setting a floor. This is so important. A lot of people, when they hop on a program, when they get into a exercise routine, they have this idea of doing as much as possible, right? They want to be uh, walking 10,000 steps a day, going to the gym six days a week. They want to be eating healthy. They want to do everything at once. I understand. And I've talked about this before that you don't need to be doing as much as possible, just a bare minimum. So another thing I want to add to this perspective is that when you are, you know, making a lifestyle change, try to think of it in this way, that there is no ceiling to it, right? You can always be doing more. There is no ceiling to it. If you have an off week, you may be going swimming twice a week, going to the gym multiple times a day. If it's a holiday season, you have more time, you can do more outdoor activities, okay? Uh, if you're in a very disciplined mood, you could be tracking your macros, tracking your protein intake, tracking your step count, doing everything right, all right? That is your ceiling. There is no limit to that. But what is your floor? Do you have a baseline below which you will never come back? Have you set that for yourself? Have you set your, for yourself a bare minimum standard? Ask yourself that, all right? And this is something that people overlook. People are always looking, about, you know, looking forward to doing more, but they have not set the minimum standard. Like what counts as progress if I'm not able to do anything, what counts as the minimum you know, progress? Where is my floor? So your floor could be, if I'm not able to track calories, if I'm not able to track protein intake, if I'm not able to track anything regarding my nutrition, I would still eat a big serving of protein in every single meal of the day. I'll eat a serving of vegetables in every single meal of the day. That could be your baseline. So even on the worst day, when you're not able to track your nutrition, not able to do any of the things that you're supposed to do, you would still make an effort to eat protein every single meal. You'll still make an effort to eat a serving of vegetables every single meal, right? And you can 
you can also set another baseline for yourself that even if I'm not able to exercise at all throughout the week, I would still make an effort to do 4,000 steps a day. Very reasonable. It's not crazy high. So set your own baseline for yourself and make this your own standard of success. All right. So you can be doing as much as possible, but even on the worst weeks, don't come below your baseline. And if you're able to maintain this throughout the year, even after you have lost weight, you will not go back to where you were before. I guarantee that. All right. And, and even if you did gain back some weight because it was a very high stress period or because you had some event come up, you had some kind of unforeseen uh, thing happen, you would still not gain back as much as you would if you did not set these standards for yourself. So set a floor for yourself and it would make the process, you know, much more easier. You will not get stuck in that cycle of losing weight, gaining it back, losing weight, gaining it back. All right. So just remember, I think if you're, if you have one takeaway from this live, it should be this, that set a baseline standard for yourself below which you will not come down. That should be a personal standard. Okay. And besides this, I think we have covered almost everything, but to end this session, the last topic that I wanted to cover was that if you're going to be investing in something for your weight loss, don't invest in a product. Okay. There are so many of these supplements, uh, bells, I don't know, slimming bells, uh, herbal teas that you can buy. These are all products, right? So products for weight loss. I've even seen some creams that you need to rub on yourself that's supposed to promote weight loss. So whenever you see a product and you are tempted to buy that, resist the temptation and save that money. Okay. Instead, use that money to buy some good quality food, something that has more protein and use, use that protein um, to fix your diet. All right. Don't buy products. So the last point is when you're trying to hop on a fat loss program, don't invest in products. Instead, reflect back upon your process, what you did last time. What did you not enjoy about the process and try to pinpoint those things. And the next time you start with another process, make sure that those things are not part of the new process and you'll do great. OK, so that is it. Um, I hope this was helpful. Let me just go through the, uh, there are no questions, so that's great. And I will just, I'll save this, uh, to the profile. It will also be available as a podcast as usual, and you can listen to it. And that is it really. If you have any questions, anytime, feel free to drop me a DM. I'm always available and I will answer them. All right. Um, good night. Thank you for listening. If you like the episode, please leave a rating on the podcast app you're listening on right now and share this episode with a friend who you think will find it helpful. If you have any questions regarding coaching, send me a DM on Instagram at workdayphysique or visit workdayphysique.com. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent.